Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's a wrap. Yo, that's a wrap. It was an amazing experience. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Hope we got some laughs and good entertainment. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Cool pitch, his pocket, it's a steal, it's a three on two, it's a new Millennium Fast break for a triple as he pulls up, calling his own number, and buried the three. Big news for Jordan Poole, we welcome you inside Warriors wrap-up here on 95.7 The Game, John Dickinson at Chase Center, and we will hand out the phone number right off the top of the show, 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. Warriors beat the Spurs tonight. Blow them out. 132-95. It was a game the Warriors led by as many as 41. It was 111-70 in the fourth quarter. Warriors go on to win it by the 37-point margin. Uh, and uh, Right off the top, just the most complete game for the Warriors this season. Now, it it did come against probably the least talented roster that the Warriors have faced this season in San Antonio. And I know the Spurs just beat the Bucs without Giannis. And they came into this game tonight having a better record than the Warriors at at 6-7. and But you look up and down that roster, and no offense to some of the young players on, on the Spurs, but that is, without a doubt, if you've been watching the Warriors through the first now 14 games of the season as they improve to 6-8, and eight, that is the least talented team that they have faced, and it's really not even close. Now, that being said, doesn't take away a thing from the Warriors' performance. 33-26 at the end of the first quarter, big second quarter outscoring San Antonio 28-19, to and then the route was on in the third quarter, 38-23, helped build what would be that 41-point cushion that I alluded to early in the fourth quarter, and the Warriors are are able to cruise to victory in this one and get a much-needed win to improve to 6-1 in this building and and 6-8 overall. So a nice bounce back after the Warriors took the L last night in Sacramento to make it 3-4 of in the win column since the 0-5 road trip and get right back after it 
to try and make a run and, and inch their way back toward 500 and, and try to make a run to fix some of the issues that have been so problematic for the Warriors to this point uh, in the season. So the ball was really moving around, and, and the headline tonight beyond the dominant performance is Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole, the starter for the Warriors in this game, and Jordan Poole playing excellent basketball again as a starter. 36 points tonight. It was Jordan Poole going off quickly in this one, and just he was efficient, he was aggressive, he was just having his way with the San Antonio defense playing alongside Steph Curry with Klay Thompson getting the night of rest on the second of the back-to-back, and Poole just fantastic. 14 points in the first quarter. Uh, He had 19 in the first half. Winds up having another nice stretch of play in the third quarter. And this is not something new for Jordan Poole. Uh, The 36 points in this one, he had 30 back on October the 30th, second of a back-to-back when when Klay Thompson was out that game uh, in Detroit as the Warriors lost that game to the Pistons but he went for 30 in that one and then Jordan Poole with 20 the other time uh, that he had the opportunity to start for the Warriors so Jordan Poole just showing out uh, for the Warriors in the three games and and you do the quick math on that that's 28.7 points per game in the three games where Jordan Poole has been the starter. Now, Steve Kerr talked pregame about why it may be easier for Poole to play uh, with Steph Curry, with the other starters, and just the fact that you know playing with better players and, and the better defenders for the opposition typically are going to be assigned to Steph, and that means that the best defender on the floor in any given time is not going to be focused on Poole, the playmaking, the screening, all of those things help make it a little bit of an easier game for Jordan Poole when he is out there with the starters. But at the same time, at some point, and look, Poole had started to play well in the last couple of games, 18 points apiece coming off the bench. But at some point, you have to wonder, and the Warriors have tamped this down at every single turn, and I understand the thinking behind it, and I I understand that Klay Thompson has been a key factor in in championships and in a group that had been among the best five-man units in the league to this point through the first month of the season. And I guess the question that I'm just asking, it, it, and I'm not even saying that, that you have to make a switch or anything like that, but the, the difference is pronounced. <laughs> the difference is 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 pronounced. Poole is more confident, and the Warriors won a hell of a lot of games with him in the starting lineup last year. And so the way I want to phrase this thing is, in laying out exactly why the Warriors have said they're not going to do it, when does it become acceptable to have a conversation about Jordan Poole needing to be in the starting lineup? We're going to hear from Steve Kerr coming up, and Steve Kerr's going to tamp it down again. I already had a chance to listen to his post-game press conference, and there's other issues at play here. Uh, And, you know, it doesn't even necessarily have to be a case of pool over clay although I think a lot of warrior fans are probably already at a point where you know tonight just everything clicked and flowed and and, and they're just there there wasn't a weight that this team played with and again a lot of that probably has to do with with San Antonio but Jordan Poole was freed up to go out and play and dominate Clay Thompson 
being on the second of a back-to-back and not playing freed up not only Poole to be in the starting lineup, but it also freed up a rotation slot for Moses Moody, who wound up in the game and back in the rotation. And Moses Moody had probably his best game to date uh, this season for the Warriors. Four of nine, two of five from three, 11 points in helping the Warriors get the victory. Uh, Again, nice night just all the way around. Everybody played for the Warriors who was active in the game tonight, and everybody who played scored for the Warriors in in this one tonight. Uh, The other big news is the young guys got an extended look And we'll throw this question out right off the top of the show. Uh, Young guys get an extended look. Kaminga was good. Moody was solid. uh, But there was a little bit of breaking news following the game. James Wiseman is getting sent to the G League. Steve Kerr making that announcement uh, after the ball game. And uh, Wiseman going to head to Santa Cruz, according to Coach Kerr, tomorrow. And this is an extended run. For Wiseman. This is not just going to be he goes down, he plays, he comes back, he practices with the Warriors, and an injury potentially could change this. But the Warriors are set to to send Wiseman down, and, and Steve Kerr specifically mentioned 10 days, as long as 10 days, a lengthy period. I think uh, the, the G League Warriors have a, a couple of games this weekend coming up, but he's going to go down, practice with them, play, and, and really spend some time down there over an extended stretch to work on his game, to get some experience, and, and to be able to, to just go down and, and play freely. Uh, I think that was kind of a theme of the night. Jordan Poole was able to play freely. Some of the younger guys were able to play freely. And then you look at the end of the night and, and James Wiseman uh, in his nine minutes uh, and not that I wanted to make too much of it, but the number is the number, and he was the lone minus. And for whatever it is, you know, Wiseman ends up in the game with the Warriors having the 41-point lead, and immediately the Spurs, wouldn't you know, go on a 12 nothing run, and he's a minus 12 right out of the shoot. Now, how much of that was him? Uh, I didn't really want to get into to dissecting all of that, but but right now, Wiseman, unfortunately for him, can't win for losing and does seem like he is uh, an unconfident player. So the Warriors going to send him down to try and and gain some confidence. The other part of this equation was something else that Steve Kerr mentioned in the post-game press conference, which we'll have for you coming up here on 95.7 The Game, and that's the fact that Jermichael Green needs to play more and needs to play the five. Uh, So Jermichael Green, and it started tonight, uh, playing some backup center minutes, the three centers for the Warriors in, in this one before it got to mop-up duty were Looney and Draymond and then Jamichael Green mixed in a, a little bit with that second unit as well and uh, some pretty candid comments. Uh, I, I won't paraphrase it. We'll wait for, for when we run it back here on Warriors Wrap-Up, but some, some pretty candid comments from Steve Kerr taking ownership of, of Jamichael Green's poor start and really kind of putting it on him So I think that was something else uh, interesting to monitor in this game. But to all in all, uh, the Warriors needed a game like this. I don't care who the opponent was. I don't care how bad San Antonio winds up being. And and again, I don't care about the Spurs who leave Chase Center with the same record as the Warriors at 6-8. and You look up at the end of the year, and and that team is probably going to be the worst team in the Western Conference, if not the worst team in the NBA. Uh, Regardless, though, the Warriors, they need to build some kind of momentum, keep the momentum going, wash the bad taste out of the the mouth of 
the fourth quarter and, and some of the poor defense and bad shot selection down the stretch in Sacramento and continue uh, to, to put their head up and, and move forward toward trying to work their way back to 500. So 888-957-9570, triple eight. 957-9570. That's Warriors wrap-up. John Dickinson here on 95.7 The Game. Warriors beat the Spurs 132-95. to And uh, we're going to react to this one. Uh, a lot to get into uh, for the Warriors as uh, they are now 6-8 and on this season. Still looking for that first road victory. And they'll have another opportunity to do that on Wednesday night uh, as uh, the Warriors will be back in Phoenix to go at it against the Suns. Suns lost a tough one tonight uh, in Miami at the end of a road trip. Uh, So uh, let's get into it uh, at this one. The Xfinity Mobile text line open, uh, 888-957-9570, and the phone lines are open as well. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and hear from the head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr. We'll line up some phone calls. We'll get to them. Going to be with you until 11 o'clock here. Uh, But first... Here is the head coach of of the Warriors, Steve Kerr, following this one. Steve, is this the most complete performance you've seen from your bench this year at both ends of the court? I guess. I mean, I haven't really assessed every single game in my head tonight, but it was a it was an excellent performance uh, by the team. We uh, we did a lot of things that we've been talking about. We defended without fouling. Uh, we moved the ball, took care of it for the most part. A lot of guys got rolling. Obviously, Jordan was um, pretty amazing offensively. I mean, he got it rolling right away. But uh, all in all, a really, really good effort and uh, good to see a lot of guys get out there and play well. Uh, speaking of Jordan, do you like notice a different approach he might have when he's starting versus when he's coming off the bench? I mean, I don't notice... The approach, I think the game is, is easier for him when he starts for the reasons I, I talked about pregame. You know, he's uh, he can play off of Steph and um, he's generally got, you know, weaker defender on him because the, the best defender is going to be on Steph and he can play off of Draymond and Loon with their screening. And so the game's easier for for him when he starts, for sure. We've talked plenty about, you know, how good your starting unit, your normal starting unit is, but because that is what happens with, when Jordan's out there, is that something you have to look at at all? It's not something I'm thinking about. Um, our our starting five with Clay has been really, really good this year. I think the the bigger thing is finding the right combinations off the bench. Um, I think Jamichael, I need to play him, you know, and, and I didn't do him any favors at all. Um, obviously, the last three or four games, not playing him at all, but um, I... I I don't feel I've put Jamichael in a good position to succeed um, in the early going. And tonight he was much more comfortable playing the five instead of the four. You know, I, I thought he was excellent and he's a, he's a vet, he's a pro, he knows what he's doing. So he's, he's got to be part of the rotation for sure. You think that might help Jordan, you know, like having Jamichael as a, as a five man. And a- yeah. I mean, I, you know, I think, um, I think just, you know, having spacing uh, on the floor, you know, around, uh, Jordan around Jamichael makes some sense. You know, uh, Jamichael at the four with, you know, Loon or with James, um, there's just not quite enough space. And, uh, so what we're trying to, we're trying to sort of fill in the, the blanks and figure out, um, you know, which combinations make the most sense. But I, I've come to realize, um, I think that uh, Jamichael needs to be a five and we got to get, get shooting around him. You got Moody back in there, uh, and you also had a lot of times we had Kaminga and Moody on the court together, which you really haven't done with the two of the young guys uh, together at the same time. Did you like the way that looked, the way that kind of uh, the, the movement that created a little bit? 
yeah, I thought both guys played well and and did some really good things. And I thought, um, you know, the ball really moved. We had 35 assists. So um, for the most part, uh, most of the night, the ball was moving. It wasn't sticking. And, um, you know, you could see when there's uh, when there's five young guys on the floor at the end, uh, there's a little indecision. You know, the game is happening pretty quickly and maybe the ball's not moving quite as quickly. The execution isn't quite uh, where it needs to be, but that's to be expected. These guys are so young and that's why they need all these reps. But um, in the meat of the game, both Moses and, and JK and, and also Lamb, um, those guys did a, a great job. This is the first time Steph has not led the team in this going in a game that he's played were you just aware of the you know the burden that puts on somebody I'm sure Michael did you know did similar things but just what kind of burden is that and and how nice is it to see it not happen tonight uh yeah I mean you know and and for Steph to just play 27 minutes uh, on the back-to-back it was important and yeah it's great to see Jordan just unleashed like that I mean he was really uh he was gone but I thought again I thought Early on, the ball movement was so good that the shots he was getting were were easier looks, you know, quicker moves to the basket before the defense could set up. And then he started knocking down his threes. And But all of that, to me, was a, a direct result of how well the ball moved and what our execution looked like early on in the game. Just made things a lot easier for him. Steve, is this any way indicative of what impact Jordan can have? When he's playing like this, can it be a carryover effect to some of the other guys in the second unit? Hope so. You know, that's um, that's that's the idea. But uh, again, I mean, we're looking at this from a big picture standpoint. This was a good night for us. Uh, last night wasn't a good night for us. And um, there'll probably be plenty more ups and downs as we go. But as long as we're trending in the right direction and correcting mistakes, then, uh, then I'll be pleased and we can continue to to get better this was in you know a blowout later in the game but we saw james wiseman for the first time in three games what did you think of his ability to just get plugged in and then also just the the toughness that he's facing with being out of the lineup trying to develop still and and how that's it's really hard it's really hard for uh, for anybody uh, to be you know in and out of the lineup but for uh, you know a young guy who who's been through a lot already you know it's uh, it's a lot to go through but this is part of his journey you know um everybody's got a different one you know part of his is that he barely played any basketball before he got to the NBA and then he had a major injury what i love about james is that he's got incredible character and work ethic and uh, care for the team and unbelievable teammate you know before the game he knew he wasn't going to be part of the rotation he was helping Looney prepare for the game with Looney's workouts you know defending him and wise is all in on the team and um, because of his talent because of all those characteristics I just talked about I'm a huge believer that long term he's he's going to be a really good player but he needs reps he needs he needs to play and um you know, it's uh, it's not easy when you don't when you don't get minutes. It's it's hard for anybody. Steve, in the past, you've talked about playing with a sense of joy throughout this season, maybe a lack thereof. Did you sense more joy with the team this season than in past games? Uh, tonight, yeah, and and you know, you can say chicken or the egg. Um, there's more joy when you win, but I also believe you know you win more when you. And you actually bring some joy to the arena. And and I think part of the problem um, for us this year is uh, there hasn't been a, 
an established pecking order. Uh, a lot of guys have bounced around. Uh, a lot of guys aren't, you know, exactly comfortable in their roles or haven't established a role, and that's not easy for anybody. We have to keep working, you know, as a group, as a team, as a staff to uh, to try to connect everybody and make sure that, uh, you know, there is that, that sense of, of joy and competitiveness and everything that makes uh, makes us who we are and who we've been for, you know, the past decade. You, you talk about James Neesmith. The question is, could he see time in the G League? If yeah. yeah. Soon? Or? Yeah. Yeah. So. I think they play this weekend. I mean, do you think it could be that soon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna he's gonna uh, go to Santa Cruz tomorrow, and okay. uh, we will uh, keep him there for an extended period to get really good practice time and some games. And it's not going to be you know one game and bring him back. We want to want to give him you know maybe ten straight days, something like that. Um, come back, and we all know things happen in this league, and you know he's he's going to find his way back to the rotation at some point. But the best thing for him is to to play a lot of minutes and get a lot of. So there you have it. How do you feel about James Wiseman going to Santa Cruz? Uh, Jordan Poole, the starter, as it opened up some things for the Warriors in what was their most complete game of the season in beating San Antonio tonight uh, by that final count of 132 to 95. 888 We'll go ahead and pause here. We'll come back with you until 11 o'clock, reacting to this win and some of the breaking news coming off of it. It's John Dickinson inside Chase Center. It's Warriors wrap up on 95.7 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Curry with a rebound. Lead the streaky pull down the right side. Lob to Wiggins. Look out. A two-hand slam. A little elevation sensation. The Warriors lead 74-45. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Tim Roy on the call there. One of 35 Warriors assists on the evening. Part of a third quarter run that saw the Warriors uh, extend their lead. 38-23 Warriors in the third quarter. They wound up building a 41-point lead. They beat the Spurs tonight, 132-95. Back here inside Chase Center, John Dickinson with you. 888-957-9570. Uh, big night for Jordan Poole as he goes for 36 and uh, simply put the best player on the floor tonight on either side for the Warriors as uh, a plus 33 for Poole. He started fast and uh, 36 points in just 29 minutes 13 of 25 of 10 from three Jordan Poole had it cooking the Warriors had it cooking tonight here uh, as uh, they had 35 assists on 41 or 47 rather made baskets and uh, we're just reacting to Jordan Poole the starter versus Jordan Poole the bench player and look Poole had been starting to come around a little bit uh, these last couple of games with 18 in each of the games but there's something to him starting this is his second 30 point game in three starts so he's had a 36 a 30 and then a 20 in the three games that he put uh, up as a starter with Clay Thompson out of the lineup. So yeah, right now uh, he's playing outstanding, and it, it begs the question. And I laid it out. I, I get why the Warriors don't want to remove Clay Thompson from the starting lineup, and I've been reluctant to even bring it up on these shows because the Warriors have been so adamant uh, against. Uh, it even considering it, whether they don't want to mess with Clay, they don't want to mess with the continuity of the starting five, which has been among the best in the league, whether they want Jordan Poole to have to continue to take ownership and grow with the bench players that, that he's trying to lead in a sixth-man role that, that basically he hadn't been able uh, to, to fully engage with uh, last season because he spent the first 38 games essentially in the starting lineup before Clay Thompson came back on, on January the 9th. So there are a lot of factors here, but I, I guess the question that I'm asking is when does it become acceptable to have a conversation? And, and maybe tonight's not even the right night to, to have the conversation because you look at the opponent that the Warriors just got done throttling and, it, you know, it makes you say, well, are you overreacting? But the one thing I know I'm not overreacting to is the fact that, that the Warriors, as much as they want to act like it's no big deal, the elephant in the room is the fact that, that Clay Thompson has been, I think, as big a weight on the floor this year uh, with, with the shot chasing and hunting and, and just, you know, taking them out of the flow at times, taking some bad shots. I think that's been just as big an issue on the court as maybe any of the issues that they've had behind the scenes or off the court leading up to, to this season. And at some point, it ain't nothing. At some point, if you know, you got to do what's best for the team and what's best for each player. And I think you know tonight is one of those 
nights for Jordan Poole where it's gonna it's gonna lead to more of a conversation. I credit Anthony Slater for having the the guts to to ask the question in the post game press conference. And again, it wasn't even framed necessarily as does it have to be Steph for Clay? Could it be Steph in addition to Clay? And maybe you play small with Looney coming out. But I don't think that's something that the that the Warriors necessarily want to do. The other. Big topic on the board is James Wiseman getting sent down, sent to the G League for an extended look. You heard from Steve Kerr. We're going to hear from Jordan Poole between now and 11 o'clock as well. Nobody has spent more time or had the time that that he has spent in the G League amount to more on the positive side than that of, of Jordan Poole. Uh, and so you know, he knows and he addressed just how beneficial it can be for James Wiseman to head down for an extended stretch and then come back and, and be ready to maybe contribute uh, at, at a greater level. So 888-957-9570. Jonathan is up first here on 95.7 The Game this segment. What's going on, Jonathan? Oh, I, I'm uh, enjoying this one a lot more than I did the Heat game a few weeks back. Uh, what what a performance! Uh, just from top to bottom, dominating, winning each quarter. Uh, pool with the thirty six points on his bobblehead night. Uh, I don't think that that's just a coincidence. I think he's really growing right before our very eyes. And you have a really good argument with you know uh, you know starting him instead of Clay. I was you know thinking when I heard the news he wasn't going to play tonight. Ooh, I wonder if it's going to be a another close game to look what happened. Uh, it was, it was a laugher from the get go and just the whole team really responded. Uh, I'd like to see them take it on the road as would all of us, but, uh, you know, it's, it's coming together. They just gotta, they just gotta find their rhythm on the road and, uh, you know, keep this thing going. But this is, this is the best performance by far of the season and a huge weight off my shoulders for carrying that Miami game with me the last two weeks. So, uh, you know, kudos uh, to Kerr and, and the team. And uh, I probably won't be back till Charlotte after Christmas, but uh, uh, I'm looking forward to, to my return. It was a great game, great night out. And uh, uh, I, I'm just so Good. pleased that they – they finally came out with some effort after that tough game in Sacramento last night. Good, good call, Jonathan. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. They are starting to figure it out, and and you know Steve Kerr mentioned this before the game. The the fact that a lot of these games that the Warriors have been losing are a couple of possessions here or there, and and if they can clean up some of the transition defense, some of the the defending without fouling, maybe take better shots, a little more buttoned up in their offensive sets, a little more buttoned up in their their defensive coverages, you know, four or five possessions a game in what have been largely two or three possession games can can flip this thing almost regardless of the opponent that that the Warriors are playing. So I think not to get lost, you know, a blowout tonight does extend I think, and change the trajectory. I talked about it last night. You know, last night was the kind of game to where if you win last night, I feel like you got action. 
being able to string three in a row together, but to lose last night in a fashion that was similar to some of the other losses that the Warriors had had, in particular on the on the 0-5 trip where they played well in stretches, some awful defense in stretches, they fouled too much in, in some stretches. It, you know, it was really a lot of everything uh, from, from the road trip last night in Sacramento. And so you take that L, and it in some ways negates the belief that you're really building towards something at the level by which the Warriors had said maybe that they were. You bounce back off of that one, though, and you turn it around and you build a 41-point lead and you dominate and everybody scores and everybody with the exception of Wiseman is a plus and Jordan Poole goes off. And now all of a sudden you take a step back again and you look at this thing and it's three and four now going in the right direction. And the only L is a team that you probably weren't going to beat three times anyway. (laughs) The, The Kings right now are playing well enough off of their tough start and the Warriors had just not been consistent enough to where you probably weren't going to beat them three guys, three games in three weeks, period. And so you don't, but now you beat them, you know, you split with them and you've won the other two games on the schedule. Next step, without a doubt, though, as uh, John uh, Jonathan mentioned, is to take it out on the road, and that's going to be no easy task as they take on one of the better teams in the Western Conference in, in the Phoenix Suns on Wednesday. 888-957-9570. As far as Wiseman goes, I do think this is the the right call to because, and you saw it even tonight in the nine minutes that he played, you would hope that coming into a game with a 41-point lead, you would play freely. And Wiseman, I thought, played a little tentatively. And I'm sure the decision had been made even before the game tonight. I don't want to put it on, well, he looked a little tentative tonight, so the Warriors decided to send him down. But we've debated it the last couple of postgame shows with him out of the rotation completely. And we talked about it on Warriors this week. If he's out of the rotation completely, then you know, do you want to send him down to get action versus trying to you know have him on the bench and, and learn while playing with the big club and and I think tonight was the telling point for me that he just he's got to go play he's so young and, and I know it's not necessarily he, he just needs to go play and 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 be confident and, and try to find his game and, and hopefully try to do some of the things that the Warriors are asking him to do run the floor defend, be in the dunker spot, rebound the heck out of the basketball. You know, hopefully some of those things can can get him in a position to where his confidence does come up because that it, it's a balancing act right now between all of it. It's between him doing things that make him an effective player in the context of this veteran-type team trying to win a championship, but it's also you don't want to lose him to a point because he's not playing to where it hurts the, the development over the long haul. And that's where I think if he was not going to be playing, and it sounds like he was not going to be playing for the Warriors here over this next week where they have a hell of a lot of games, then you do need to send him somewhere to where he can play. So I'm on board with it uh, 100%. Let's go ahead and hear a couple of minutes of, of Jordan Poole. Everybody knows the story with Poole. He headed to the G League going back to the, the pandemic-shortened season 2020-2021, and he came back a, a new man and somebody that really has been in the Warriors rotation ever since. He addressed uh, his big game tonight and also how much it can be beneficial for Wiseman to, to get some time in the G League and, and play more freely. Here's JP. 
I don't think we've talked to you since the league started the kind of trying to crack down on, on carrying. Uh, what's, your, what's your kind of your thoughts on that? All I ask is for is, is consistency. That's all I tell the refs. Like, if you're going to call a travel, if you think it's a travel, call it. If you think it's a carry, call it. But call it on all other 17 people out there who are carrying and traveling too. So it is what it is. I think Shay said it. They're human. They miss calls. It is what it is. You just got to keep it pushing. How have you felt it? Obviously, there was that Miami game, but how have you felt it since then? I mean, do you feel like there is consistency? No, but you got to pay through it is what it is. Does that impact you at all? You know, are you thinking about that at all while you're, while you're dribbling since this has kind of been a big thing league-wide? No, it's kind of just, I mean, I'm not going to change my style of play. I've been playing this way for 23 years. Play my game and they call every carry, they call every carry, but make sure that they do it on the other team too. Steve just said that the Warriors are going to be sending James down to the G League for a bit. You yeah. and James, very different starts to your career, but you are someone who went to the G League bubble and, and emerged a really grown player. What what can that do for a young player like James? Yeah, me and James talk all the time. He's going to dominate it first and foremost. I have the most confidence that he's going to do that, but like, um, just give him some, a, a, a different rhythm, a different style to see a different style of play. Um, and I'm telling him, like, it's not a demotion. It's not like punishment. You get to go down there and shoot as many shots as you want, get as many touches as you want, work on as many moves as you want. Just have fun. It's just basketball, you know? You're playing games, and um, he's going to be A-OK. Me, personally, I have the utmost confidence in him. He's talented. He's curious. He's hungry. He's gifted. He's humble. Those are all the pieces you need to be successful. Back to that bobblehead. Uh, was that the first time you saw it whenever it was unveiled to you? Was it the first time? Like, did you have any idea they were putting the Barcelona Kobe's on or they were going to have that raft? Like, what were your initial reactions just to all of that? I loved it. Everything. Everything. I saw like, um, I saw it a little bit ago, like a rough draft a while ago, a couple months ago. Um, but it was kind of cool to see the colors put on. And those are my favorite shoes. So I love how they kind of, they threw those in there. I think you're a big fan of those as well. Um, it was just, it was dope. It's amazing. So thankful, so blessed, appreciative. Like I said, this is stuff you think about as a kid. Being able to really be a part of this and see how everybody in the fan or in the in the stands and the fans are just so excited to see the bobblehead and um, they're coming out with jerseys and stuff. It's really special. Along the lines of what Kendra asked is is what I was going to ask you about. Um, when James goes down there, how much can he benefit from an actual extended? stretch and getting into a little bit of a rhythm there and and also what's the importance of, of taking the right spirit when you do and yeah. have you talked to him is that something you've discussed like here's here's the attitude and the enthusiasm you have to take when you're when you're going to do this yeah you know i feel like the only the outside noise is what would make it tough it's everybody's opinion everybody has something to say honestly no one cares what they think right so james is going to have to be laser focused and i think we know that he is more than anything um, and like I said, he's a special talent. He's gifted. He's humble. And he has all the right tools to be successful. I'm going to tell him to go down there and shoot 50 shots, be aggressive, get tags, hang on the rim, do it all, right? Just so he can understand what he wants to be at the highest level. Um, and this is just a step in that direction. Everybody in the locker room is encouraging him and has his back whenever he has questions and he'll be good. So Jordan Poole there on James Wiseman and uh, talking him up. <laughs> said he talks to him all the time, wants him to not consider it a demotion, go down, take all the shots you want, work on all the moves you want. He mentioned a couple of different times that, that Wiseman is gifted and humble and don't focus on the outside noise. I, that, that, to me, is as engaging and, and thoughtful uh, a post-game press conference in, in short clips that, that – Maybe I've ever heard from Jordan Poole, but uh, the big 
deal about that, though, is it's just great to hear that James Wiseman has other young players, and, and Jonathan Kaminga addressed the media tonight as well post game, but other young players that have kind of been through it a little bit, whether it's Kaminga with the DNP coaches' decisions that Wiseman's had, whether it's Poole and the journey that, that he's had to the, the rookie year where he was on the, the 15 and 50 team, to the pandemic, to being sent down, to coming back and, and obviously being a major part of things to the tune of, of earning the $123 million contract. So uh, Jordan Poole's kind of seen it all in the short period of time that he's that he's been in the Bay. And, you know, these young players, in a way, are all in this thing together with the Warriors' two-timeline plan and, and having it all click. And and it doesn't mean you're going to get it right all, all at once, all at the same time. But, but to hear Jordan Poole as a, an advocate for the process and just as a, a, a young player in the league that has been through similar as what Wiseman is trying to go through right now and attempting to to go through and, and, and make the most of and come back and, and be a more productive player, that, that, that leads me to have more optimism uh, about the whole situation just because you, you kind of wonder. And, and you know guys are talking to, to Wiseman and telling him to keep his head up and all of that, but you never really know to what extent or how frequently or, or how it lands and I know Wiseman did meet in the locker room, I believe, with uh, some of the media uh, after initially declining to speak. And, you know, that's part of the process, too, right? It, it, when, when things are not going well, you got to be able to, to speak to it. And he, he did do that, which I think is a, is a positive sign. But I, I don't know. That, look, ultimately it's up to James Wiseman to go down and, and to play better and, and to come back and to, to fit in with what the Warriors are, are trying to have him do in the context of this team that, that wants to, to win an NBA championship. But I, I thought that was real, real, real positive and, and refreshing to know that there are some young dudes that, that, that have his back. It's not just about you know, the veteran players and the coaching staff and, and, and all of that. So, uh, we'll see what happens with Wiseman here moving forward, and I've kind of gone back and forth on it as we've talked about on these airwaves. You know, do you send him down? Do you not? But it sounds like with Jamichael Green being back in the rotation, as Steve Kerr mentioned, and playing the center spot, there just aren't going to be minutes. I mean, right now that would make James Wiseman the fourth center on the roster behind Looney, behind Jamichael Green, behind Draymond Green when he slides over and the Warriors play small ball as they're prone to do from time to time. And then you would have James Wiseman in the mix uh, beyond that. So final couple of minutes here, 888-957-9570. John Dickinson inside Chase Center. Warriors wrap up. Warriors did get a win tonight, their most dominant and complete performance of the season, 132-95, to as the Warriors able to handle the San Antonio Spurs in this one, a game they led by as many as 41. The text line... Xfinity Mobile text line from the 415 coming down my road. So Jordan Poole gets to start because he plays better with the starters. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, you know, and I think the question at some point is going to have to start being asked, does the team function as a whole better 
with Jordan Poole playing with the starters because Jordan Poole plays better with the starters. And that's a, a very specific point and answer. And I'll, I'll look, I'll roll with Steve Kerr on this one, and, and I'll point it out every time I bring it up. Steve addressed that exact point and said that he still feels that overall Clay Thompson with the starters and Jordan Poole with the, with the reserves is the better way to go because it benefits – both aspect of the team, thus the team as a whole. But when I look at how efficient Jordan Poole has been in these games with the starters, and I go back to last year where it was basically 38 games where the Warriors went 29-9 and and he was efficient and really set the tone and set the table for the contract that he ultimately received by the way that he played in those times where he was playing for Clay Thompson in that starting lineup. Look, I get it. It's it's an uncomfortable thing to think about. It's an uncomfortable conversation to have. I totally understand the Warriors wouldn't want to do it. I just think at some point they may have to look in the mirror and understand that it is the best thing for the team. It is the best thing for the organization. I'm going to trust them to say when that time is, but Again, you look at nights like tonight, and you just think, man, it hasn't flowed like that. All right, maybe it was San Antonio, and 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 it wouldn't have been the same, or it would have been similar. Uh, you know, it, it would not have been similar uh, had they been playing some of these other teams that that they have have played of late. But uh, and and look, Clay, if there's anybody that that would get the scholarship opportunity in terms of of the minutes and extra time to work his way out of slumps and and different things or whatever he's dealing with mentally, you know, he's earned it with the four championships and and everything that he's brought to the table. So there is some leeway that comes with that. I'm I'm understanding and respectful of it. Uh, But uh, either way you slice it, the Warriors have to be happy with these last three games now from Jordan Poole where he's gone 18 18 and and now 36 over over the three games that that leads to a, a lot of good things I think for the Warriors now they just have to get Clay Thompson back on track and get Poole able to do that a little bit more consistently with the groups that Steve Kerr is still searching for uh, as he plays with uh, different bench combinations and it sounds like those bench combinations are going to be playing uh, are going to be changing again heading into the game on Wednesday uh, in Phoenix all right that'll do it uh, for me tonight uh, thanks to everybody in our San Francisco studios thanks to the listeners thanks to the callers thanks to the texters as uh, I'll be back on Wednesday with Warriors live next up for the dubs Warriors and the Suns as they'll play down in the valley for the second time here in the early part of the season Warriors Live begins at 6, and I'll have that for you from Phoenix again. I'll be heading down to make that trip, so uh, we'll be talking to you from Phoenix at Footprint Center, 6 o'clock Wednesday for Warriors Live here on 95.7 The Game, and then uh, we'll uh, be back with you after the ball game as well, taking your phone calls as the Warriors take on the Sun. So thanks to everybody. We'll talk to you Wednesday from Phoenix. Warriors get the job done tonight, 132-95, to and you heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 